Welcome back to Under Pressure. I am very excited to once again have with us Dave Ayala, the founder and owner of Pair Payments and Pair Payments Home Services. Today, Dave is here to talk with us about uh, no fee processing, finance in your business, and software. Uh, the software you use to grow your business and all that. So Dave, I'm, I'm very excited to have you here today to talk about how um, people can really optimize the finances in their business, the way they accept payments, and just the best way to grow your business without losing any quality of service and increasing your profits. And So Dave, nice to have you here today. Happy to be here, Jake. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So uh, Dave, why don't you tell us, just start off with a little bit of what pair payments what pair payments does what you're all about and maybe a little bit about your background in the industry so you know i got my career started i was working for uh southwestern bell uh working for cellular one um and mostly in sales uh, i ended up being a uh, regional manager uh and uh did a lot of real estate development for them um down the road they don't even exist anymore they modified into singular bought out by at&t you know merger after merger um and once those mergers took place, I kind of got out of the business. I, I, I'm really meant more for smaller businesses than, than cor the corporate life. So I uh, got out of that. I got into computers, uh, did, a, did a lot of work on computer education, um, found myself running uh, the Center for Technical Education at Bridgewater State College, taught some courses over there. And, um, and then eventually I wanted to get back to what I went to college for. And I did a lot of training uh, of athletes and I opened my own uh, uh, sports performance training center called Evolution Sports Performance. And we had a few locations in Massachusetts trained like college professional athletes. Um, and, you know, that uh, that was a, that was a great business, but it's, it's a lifestyle business. It's not a business you're going to make a heck of a lot of money in. And I, I wanted to have a little bit more growth than that. So I kind of went back to my roots and I was looking for uh, – how, how could I be involved in computers and sales at the same time? And um, I was looking for some opportunities, and I thought, hey, you know what? The, 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 the whole uh, processing industry uh, you know, seemed to have a big future ahead of it. So I, ju I jumped in, uh, in feet first. I decided to start my own company. Uh, back then, it was uh, Plymouth Rock Merchant Services, which later became you know, pair payments as we kind of went on. So I was, work I was doing POSs with, uh, the, in the restaurant industry, and... Um, uh, grew that business quite a bit, and uh, that led to getting into uh, home services and uh, more professional services. And, uh, you know, with one of our partners, we started Pair Payments Home Services to focus exclusively on on the uh, home services uh, industries, which uh, there's a lot of them. I mean, there's many verticals within that industry, but um, that's been wildly successful for us because we, we introduced a product that uh, has really uh, caught fire in the industry. Um, and now we're moving from vertical to vertical with it. And it's been quite a success. So that's how I ended up here. Yeah. So great story. I, I full transparency. I'm very well aware of Dave's story. Uh, Dave, I actually work for Dave and this podcast is all due to Dave. This home services podcast, um, group we have we have two podcasts in the home services industry you're probably familiar we have a lot of guests that are on both podcasts it's the inspection pros podcast for the home inspection industry and under pressure for the pressure washing industry these podcasts are all about growing your business and it just it it reflects dave's focus on really helping people grow their business so this product that he launched in home services uh you were really the person that brought it into the home inspection industry and it has mm -hmm. caught like fire, like you said, and that is yep. no fee processing. So Dave introduced that Dave introduced 
these podcasts. So you can thank Dave for all the amazing information you've gotten from guests on this podcast. And if you haven't checked it out yet, check out the Inspection Pros podcast. Although it's a different industry and they're speaking specifically to that industry, there are a lot of amazing insights and uh, concepts that translate really well. So yeah, so thank Dave for these amazing podcasts. Um, well, we're, we're, you know, Jake, one of the things, I mean, you've been a great podcast host. You've done a great job really kind of developing the marketplace for this. Um, you know, when, when Jake and I were, were kicking around some ideas on, on really how to grow the business, one of the things we talked about was, uh, especially in this industry, is mostly when you're dealing with a credit card processor, they sign you up and they forget about you. And, and yeah. as long as they're collecting their money, you're never going to hear from them again. Unless you cancel, then the phone call comes right away. Like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. but... Uh, we, 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 t we decided to take a different route and that route was really to, um, engage our customers in such a way where we could bring industry experts kind of together to give people ideas and insights on how to grow their business. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there, there's, you know, especially in home inspection, Ev everybody is doing a podcast and, and power washing too. It's like, how do you do this? How do you use this washing tool? How do you, uh, what, what type of equipment should I get? How do I wash a roof properly? You know, uh, do I use, is it a soft wash or something more aggressive? You know, um, so there's a lot of people teaching you how to power wash, but um, we, we saw a hole in, in the podcast space and we said, you know, but it, are people, are people being taught how to run businesses? Um, you know, because I, I learned, you know, I, I've been coaching baseball for 30 years and I've seen a lot of like baseball centers come and go. They usually last like two years because these are baseball guys who know how to teach baseball, but they don't know how to run a business. And, uh, you know, w that's what we wanted to be. And that's the reason why we, we instituted these two podcasts was really to focus on, on, on how do you, how do you, you guys are the experts on power washing. We're not going to try to jump into your face on that. You know what you're doing. We really wanted to talk about, you know, how are we growing? How are we going to grow that business? How are we going to expand out? How are we going to get the proper structure to get large? How do we scale? Um, that's the, that's the product that, that the podcast brings. And what we're doing is we're bringing some of the best growth, best growth, uh, development people in the industry, both in power washing and in and home services, and we think that's a real value add that that uh, you know, pair payments as a company could bring to you is 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 how do you grow? You know, so we saved well over 250k. Just this quarter, we have saved about thirty thousand dollars in credit card fees. Probably over a thousand dollars a month, at least. Over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars this year alone. $180,000 the first year we worked with them, and it's growing every single year. Thank you, Pair Payments. Thank you, Pair. I would recommend them to anyone. Yeah, I just wish I would have done it sooner. Absolutely, and actions speak louder than words, and Dave has absolutely uh, given as much info and energy as possible to, to helping people grow their business. So one of the best ways to do that today in the home services industries, such as pressure washing, is no fee processing. And while Pair Payments does uh, produce and sponsor this podcast, we haven't really on this podcast talked directly about no fee and educated um, the community on it. So I want to hop into that because I know it's such a fantastic way to increase your profit margin and to get money, an in, in influx of, of cash flow back into your business. So why don't we hop into that, Dave? Can you explain? Sure, sure. What is no well, fee processing? Well, well. Let, let's take one step backwards and let's just talk about your business for a second. I mean, you know, when you're when you're looking for ways, especially when economies get a little tight, looking for ways to save a little bit of money, um, there's very few things you can do that are going to make a dramatic impact on your business. And if you cut too much, you're going to end up losing a lot of quality. 
um, and customer service, which is going to push customers away. So cutting is never really the answer. Obviously, you want to be smart with your money. You don't want to waste money in any areas. But um, I, I've never been a big fan about company uh, about cutting. I've always been a, a, a much more about how do you find more revenue, uh, which isn't a, which isn't an easy answer either. Um, so about three years ago, uh, the industry started, and they've they've done this before. You know, it started like ten years ago, went away pretty quick. It didn't never took off. But about three years ago, um, the industry was starting to play around with this concept of uh, what if we charge the customer uh, a small fee that helps cover the credit card costs. Uh, mostly because you know the fee increases that you're seeing out there are generally related to the cards that the customers are using. So if the if the card is offering a reward. The more the reward, the more the cost to the merchant. So the merchant ends up paying it. So if someone gets an air, gets a you know free air miles, or they get five percent cash back for meals and entertainment. That gets passed right on to the merchant. And the merchant ends up paying it. Um, and unlike other forms of payment, um, you know where where you're using cash or you're using checking accounts, you're not charged for those fees. So you're taking cash without a problem. But with credit cards, you are now. It, do credit cards have a value? Absolutely. When you take credit cards, people will spend, especially in, in power washing where you have multiple products, uh, people tend to spend more using credit cards. On average, about 17% more. If it's American Express, about 22% more. So there is, a, there is an upside no matter what to using a credit card, even if you're not charging the fee. But when you're charged on average of 3%, especially if you're using or you're boarding, you're boarding customers on softwares like Jabra, um, you're, it's very hard to get under 3% no matter what they're quoting you uh, because the uh, add-on is usually tacked on when you're, when you're paying online, which is where most people are paying. So uh, getting, getting under 3% is, is really hard. Now, if you're running a business and uh, you're averaging like 10 to 15%, you're talking about a credit card fee that really represents anywhere from like 22 to 30% of your profit margin. That's a big chunk of change to give away for a bank just to take a payment. So what what has happened is a lot of people have gone on and they've 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 gotten things like Venmo, um, Zelle, um, which has a you know it, it works but it's a real unprofessional look. Um, you know when someone comes up to me and they're working in my house and they say, hey, can you Venmo Venmo me the money? My first question is, is my am I sending money to your your daughter at college? You know it just it it, it doesn't it doesn't feel right. So I I mean I'm not gonna, I'm not that that that's one of the criteria I would have if someone said, well you could pay by Zelle or Venmo. I'm I'm starting to wonder, are they the guy for me or are they really a professional service? So um, now the credit card fee, the, the no fee processing um, has worked really well. Uh, you know, we, we tack on You tack on a percentage to the customer. But the most important thing is give them an option. You know, uh, obviously no one wants to pay. You know, if you ask your customer, do you mind paying this? The answer obviously is going to be, of course I do. I don't want to pay it. Um, but if you, uh, if you give the customer an option, you say, listen, you could, you could pay by credit card and there's a small fee associated with that, or you could pay by check and there's no fee associated with that. It's up to them. And you are going to, you would be surprised out of, if, if a company is averaging like 75% credit card, that's going to drop to like 69% credit card. And you're still going to get most people paying by credit card. Um, and it really, you know, national statistics show, um, 95% of people continue the same habit. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't affect their business decisions. Um, maybe one percent, you know, do. But if you have that choice, you could take care of that one percent as well. So early on, uh, you know, people had a little fear about doing this. There was this, you know, I, you know, I, am I going to lose customers? And and um, you know, it's a legitimate fear, but uh, it's mostly caused by a personal bias. 
So you you don't want to go to the gas station to pay extra for credit cards, but you know what you do now? You pay extra for credit cards because you, you never pay for cash. So you've been doing it all along. Um, you go to, you you go to like your local community and you 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 deal with local governments and any permits, any fees. You've been paying that for ten years. They've been adding it on. Um, now it's making it into the public sector. So three years ago, it really. It was a struggle to get people to see the light of this. Two years ago, it, it started to pick up steam. This year, um, almost every new customer we sign up into the business now is on no-fee processing. It, 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 nobody wants to. And you really don't need to pay the credit card fee anymore. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you're a company doing, you know, somewhere, you know, forty fifty thousand $50,000 a month, that's $1,500 a month you're putting back into your business without sacrificing any customer service or, or any um, – you know, quality of equipment or quality of service that you're you're working with your customers on, and you're putting that fifteen hundred dollars back in, into your pocket. Now that could go to your personal income, uh, that could go to hiring another person, that could go to new pieces of equipment. However, you want to utilize that money, it could also go into marketing. And if you put fifteen hundred dollars extra into marketing, so all you guys out there who say I don't have a marketing budget, how am I going to find customers? It's right there. That's all you have to do is make that one simple change, and you have a marketing budget. Hey, a lot of these episodes are people coming on and saying, hey, the most important thing you got to do is focus on your marketing. So if you don't have a marketing budget, there you go. But I do want to go back to one thing you said is um, about how it wasn't well accepted at first. And people were tentative. There was caution uh, about three years ago, two years ago, it lightened up. And then now it's it's all the rage. So I was there since the beginning. And I, and I have to say, I saw this, Dave. I saw when you were trying to introduce this. And, and put it out into these industries, there was a lot of hesitation. And, yep. um, you know, it just wasn't really something that people thought would work. They thought they'd lose customers. And then the tide started shifting when, when, we, when there's one person doing it, now two people doing it, and then a massive company doing it, big company. So I've seen um, this transition. I've seen what it's done for people's businesses where we have clients who do testimonials, testimonial videos for us, and they just can't speak highly enough about how how it's helped their business, um, whether it's been giving them the ability to offer insurance to their yep. benefits to their company, to their employees, their team members, um, and to grow their business. So Dave, I wanna talk about that a little bit. Some of these companies that we have, how much have they been able to save and what has it meant for their business to switch to no fee processing? Well, one of one of the great examples, and, and to me, it's a feel good story. Is is uh, the Lemoyne's cat, Rob Lemoyne, who uh, own a very large uh, home inspection business, uh, multi millions. I think they're in the ten, twelve million dollar range. Um, very big company. Uh, these guys are just go getters. They started from like you know one inspection, and they've grown it to you know fifty employees. And um, but you know, federal regulations require that when you hit the 50th employee, you have to offer health insurance, and uh, that's a that's a real big expense to a company to the tune of about $250,000 annually. So, you know, Cat uh, uh, and I started having some conversations, and Cat uh, is uh, uh, one of the most diligent human beings on planet Earth, and she, uh, you know, that 23 emails and about another 25 phone calls of research with us. Um, and she decided to, okay, this is, this is the way we have to go. Um, you know, and she was, she was kind of a trendsetter. She was one of the, the early people in, um, and she was like, you know, Dave, I got to find $250,000 in order to cover this. So, you know, funny enough, her credit card bill annually is about 275,000. So, um, 
she was able to jump in, and, and they were doing about $8 billion at the time. So uh, when she jumped in right away, she saw, holy cow, I saved $25,000 my first month. It just disappeared. And uh, they reallocated that those funds toward health insurance, and they were able to cover their entire company of 50 employees just on what they were paying for credit card fees that they're no longer paying. Did yeah. they lose any? Did they lose any customers? Big question. You have a $10 million company at $500 a service. Well, they're not an $8 million company anymore. They're like a $12 million company now, and that's two years later. Um, so no, they didn't lose customers. They actually grew faster. You know. Yeah. And if you can take that money, and it's and they're not saving twenty five thousand anymore; they're saving thirty one, thirty two thousand, and and that that savings gets bigger and bigger as you grow your company. So they were able to take that money, reallocate it to healthcare, and re- reallocate the, the the growth difference to other resources in their company, and they're exploding. Um, now I'm not taking credit for their explosion; they're obviously incredibly smart, uh, aggressive people who have really. Uh, but not having to cover that health insurance cost allows them to take two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They were going to have to allocate to that and put that into other areas of growth in their business, and and they're they're applying that strategy well. Yeah, I mean, this is just it's an ability to add rocket fuel to the growth of your business. Absolutely, it really, it really is. Last time I talked to. To Kat and Rob was in Houston at a conference called IEB. It's a mastermind of home inspectors called Inspection Empire Builder. And they're one of the big members there that bring a lot of amazing ideas and, and they're really engaged there. And what they told me is across their three locations and three separate companies, they're going to do about 21,000 home inspections this year. And oh. they have had no complaints from customers. They have done this no fee processing where they pass on the credit card processing fee to the end client, the end user, the consumer, person paying for the inspection, the person Mm -hmm. who would be paying for your pressure washing job. And they've had no complaints. They've had, they've had one person ask a question and they just explained what it was. They just said, Hey, what is this on my bill? And so it really comes down to just knowing what to say to customers, um, and you know how you present it because that that's important, right, Dave? So if you get an objection, if someone says, "Hey, why am I paying this this fee this fee for the credit card?" What is the answer? What what do you tell people to say? Oh, we worked on this for a while. Uh, with you know, there's there's uh, you know, so when someone comes out and it's uncomfortable, right? You're you're out in the field and someone says, "Well, why do I have to pay this fee?" So we worked on this, and we, we wanted to get the language right. It, it, so if you say, um, you know, hey, Dave, uh, why do I have to pay this fee? My answer is, well, Mr. Customer, with the price of credit cards going up, we were going to raise all of our prices, but we didn't think that was fair to people who take cash or checks, so we, we decided to give you the choice. And when they hear that, that's it. It's logical, it's reasonable, um, and it's true, which is the which is the best part. You're not, you're not exaggerating in any way or fibbing. Um, you know, these customers have their choice. Uh, they choose the, which one they want to go with. If they want to pay by a digital check, they could do that. If they want to hand you a check, they could do that. Um, and they don't pay the fee. If they want to pay by credit card, they, 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 they pay the fee. And, uh, and they're more than happy because they're still getting their rewards. They know they feel like they're coming out ahead and, and everything's good. Um, but, but cat's a good example. And, and, uh, but you know, who the, the you know, I, I personally think the, the impact is greater on the newer businesses, you know, or the smaller businesses, you know, when you're doing, when you're out there and you're, you're doing 20, you know, 10 to $20,000 a month, $500 is, is actually impactful. Um, that's a, that's a big part of your product. If I have another $500, if I put, if I'm a small company and I put $500 into marketing this month and I do it every month, that's going to drive business. If I, if that becomes a thousand, that becomes $1,500 as we expand out. 
that's going to have a massive impact. Because you know, what do we always say about about uh, marketing? It has to be consistent, it has to be concise, and it has to be constant. You know, so if you have that, right, the three season marketing. If you have that income that you can put into that project every single month, your growth is predictable. Uh, very, it's very predictable. So that that money uh, it really comes in handy. So I, I think it's it's as as much of an impact as it has on cat's business. As far as survivability and potential for growth, I think it has more impact on smaller ones too. Yeah, absolutely. And I do just want to say for this industry, um, if you haven't heard of no fee processing before and you want to learn more about it, you can check out our website at www.pairpayments.com. We have some great information there. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to Dave. We'll get you the information you need on how this works, how it would work for your business. And I'm going to get into that in a second with Dave Moore, but I want to just point you to this this technical event um, that's going on in the pressure wash industry that Dave and I will both be at. So if you want to speak to us there, come down, speak to us there. If you're already going, definitely talk to us there. But this is a free technolo- technical training event in Greensboro, North Carolina on July 20th to 21st of this year, uh, 2022. So it's in... From the recording of this podcast, it's in a, about a week, a little over a week, and um, this event is going to be fantastic. It's put on by TCAM Industrial Services that um, you might get your supplies from, you might get some chemicals from, and there's going to be some fantastic guests there. I know Ron Musgraves is going to be there, Matt Warner is going to be there, it's just Dave is going to be speaking there as well. We're going to do a live podcast with a round table of industry leaders and experts um, to answer questions on how to how to improve your business, how to grow your business, um, and what steps you need yeah. to take. So come find us there if you have any questions. But Dave, that's one thing I want to get into is if someone says, how does this work for my business? How does this look? Do you integrate it to my software? Do I, do I just flick on a switch? How does this look for a, for a pressure washer that wants to get started with no feed processing? Well, we, if you're a small processor and you're not using one of the big platforms, um, we have our own gateway system that you could do billing and invoicing from directly. So that, that helps, obviously, if you're, if you're uh, one of the smaller guys out there who are, who are looking to grow. And then some of the bigger ones will get involved with companies like Jabra. Um, there's, there's a lot of big software companies out there, and they lock you in specifically to a processor. Most don't offer this service. So there are ways of, of connecting to that software. What we usually do is when, we, you, know, when, when you send out the invoice, there is an email that gets sent out. We usually put our pay- payment platform right in that industry. We kind of bypass the payment process for like a Jabra. So, um, yeah, there's some workarounds there. Uh, we pretty much can find a way to work with any software. We just have to kind of look at it. Um, but, you know, the big, the bigger software companies, it's part of their business model is to partner with, with one of the, the, the giant uh, credit card processing companies like Stripe out there. Um, but... You know, it's a business model because they're they're making you know anywhere from twenty to forty basis points off the credit card transaction on the back end, which is what they want. So, um, and they also know that most of the payments in this industry are paid by debit card. So if they're if they're if they're uh, charging like a you know uh, anywhere from two point six nine to three plus percent, it's and even though they market it as two point six, it's never two point six nine. We always see the, the the we always see their their customer statements. And it's always above three. Um, and then Jabra gets part of that money. Stripe takes the rest, um, and your bill stays pretty high. So 
the question you have to ask yourself when you're doing this is, is, is can I connect up in a different way with, with my software to make it happen? And we usually can find a way to do that. So there's, there's, way, there's ways to do everything. Absolutely. So I just wanted to go back real quick to the, the speakers at this event because I just found the speaker list. Yeah. And this is insanely packed at this TCAM event. You have Patrick Clark, Dirk Van Rienen of Bergflow, Joe Everest. Yeah. Um, you have Caleb Roth. Yeah. Matt Warner. Michael Draper, Trudy Weekum, Bo Gisetti, yep. um, a ton of names that you're going to know. A lot of big names. A lot of, a lot of big names. Trudy does a great job. I mean, you, you know, uh, Caleb is a fantastic guy. We had him on a podcast a while ago. Great, great, uh, great organizational leader in his company. Um, you also have, uh, you know, Dirk, Dirk is, uh, is, I mean, if you want to learn how to build and scale a business, I mean, you're not going to talk to anyone sharper than, than Dirk. He's fantastic. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of great people that are coming out to that, but you're absolutely right. There's a stud after stud after stud. Yeah. And I didn't even finish it. It's Judd West as well, TJ poor and Jared Swansea. So come to that event. If you're not already going, if you are going, come say hi. Uh, meet us, hear what we can do for you, what pair payments can do for your company. But Dave, one thing I want to talk about and I wanted to get into is um, who is this for? Is this for anyone? Is no fee processing or pair payments, home services for the guy who just started out, the guy who's doing um, tens of millions in, in revenue? Is this for everyone? Absolutely, everyone. If you're if you're paying a credit card fee right now, um, you are just handing away money. I mean, it's like you're just standing in the shower tearing up hundred dollar bills. I mean, it's just there's no reason at all to be doing that. Any other form of processing at this point, uh, it's it's become. Uh, it's it, customers are out. They've seen this. This isn't the first time that when they look at you and you and you see the fee, it's not. It's going to be by far not be the first time that they've seen it. Um, so customers are more acclimated to it now. Uh, people are getting less questions. People are uh, not really uh, bringing it up much. There's virtually no complaints. We don't see complaints from anyone. I mean, we're you know we're talking about companies that do massive volume, uh, where it's customer after customer after customer, and they're seeing absolutely no complaints on this. Yeah, and the pressure washing industry getting this this percentage back on um on your payment processing is huge this mm -hmm. can mean employee this can mean or a team member this can mean an additional team member it can mean you know increased marketing budget it can mean um equipment it can mean a truck it, yeah. it, can, it can really mean anything you can you can even put this money back into your pocket so mm -hmm. i want to talk quickly about the percentages here so i know that um, it's easy to translate what you're saving on credit card processing to profit margin, right? Mm -hmm. So on average, wh what would you say the increase in your profit margin is if you actually start to pass on this processing fee to the customer, they, the, the business is doing no fee processing. What does this mean for their profit margin on average? Well, to, I mean, if you take, if you take, let's say an average credit card bill of 3%, right? Um, and you look at your overall profit margin. If you're if you're running at 10% profit, which is you know you're doing okay, uh, you're running your business fairly well. Uh, that that's a 30% increase in profit. Uh, that's huge. I mean that's enormous. If you're if you're running at 15% profit uh, at a 15% profit margin, you know it, it's a it's a 20% uh, increase in revenue. So um, what can you do with a 20% increase in revenue? Not to mention 
you know, if you, if you ever decided to take your 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 uh, your buyout strategy, you know, you got to show a profit. And if you're showing, you know, a profit that's twenty or thirty percent greater, um, that means more money on the day you decide to sell your business. So, um, and and that number stays consistent no matter how big you get. If you get, you know, if you, if you're a ten million, if you grow to a ten million dollar company or a five million dollar company, it's still the same three percent that turns into the same twenty to thirty percent on the profit side. So. Um, it, it, the more you make, the more you save and uh, the higher your, your, your profit percentage are. I mean, it's literally, you know, it's really funny because when people do a P and L from like, uh, one month to the next month after they have this, they see that 20, 20 to 30% right away. They're like, Whoa, where did this profit come from? Right. And then they call me up and they're like, this really worked. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's simple math. You know, if you don't, pay, if they pay it and you don't pay it, that's your money. You know, yeah. so it's it's really it's a simple process. Absolutely. And so we are going to take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Pair Payments. And yeah. then we're gonna be, yep. And <laughs> we'll be right back with some um, business finance advice for your pressure washing business. So we will be right back. You certainly can't afford to give profit away for no reason. But what if I told you credit card processors may be overcharging you and robbing you of profits you've worked hard to earn? It's time to put an end to being overcharged for payment processing. It's time to take back your profits. That's why we've put together a free report, How to Avoid Being Overcharged by Your Payment Processor. Head over to TakeBackYourProfits.com, download the report, and put an end to being overcharged for credit card processing. You've worked hard for your sales, and you deserve to keep it. What are you waiting for? Go to TakeBackYourProfits.com and download your report today. All right, we are back with Dave Ayava, the owner and founder of Pair Payments and Pair Payments Home Services. Um, and we're going to get into some finance discussions on about your business and, and really how to optimize the finances in your pressure washing business. So Dave, um, w right off the bat, what do you think when it comes to finance are the most important, you know, concepts or, or factors that people need to be looking at? Well, from a financial perspective, I think the, the two things that you really need to do to, to, to begin to scale your business or, or, or make yourself more comfortable is, uh, you know, is planning, um, both from a tax planning strategy uh, for your, your, next, your next year coming up, as well as profit planning, which, you know, you always hear people say the goal is not to show any money. That's absolutely the wrong decision. Um, you definitely want you. You're, you're in business to profit. You're not in business to break even. Uh, and if you ever want to sell your business or it needs to look good on a balance sheet, you got to show some profit. Um, yes, we could buy equipment at the end of the year. Yes, we could reduce the tax load. Um, but what what it, what's the goal of being in the business? Right. The goal of being in the business is to make money. So uh, one of the thing one of the strategies that that uh, you know, most most businesses. It doesn't work for every business, but for most businesses to employ is 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 take your profit first. Okay, mm -hmm. when you're planning out your your annual year and you know what your revenue is from the previous year. Okay, I you know this year two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So you know what that is every month. Take that money out first, put that into an account, and and create that profit that's going to be there at the end of the year. We and we all know this from our personal lives. When money's tight, we find a way to make it happen. So if you take that profit first, okay, you're going to find a way to get the bills paid, to get to the employees paid, to get everyone paid, because it forces us to drive revenue a little harder when we take that money out of the business. So I think you know, planning, planning your finances ahead of time, 
paying yourself first from a profit perspective and then budgeting off the rest of the income that you have left is, is really a critical priority. Okay. The other thing that you got to do is you got to set you, your quarterly, your quarterly and your annual goals. You have to hit your targets. You have to take those quarterly goals, break it down into weekly chunks. So you, you really have an understanding of what do I need to do in the next five days in order to get to my uh, monthly goal in order to get to my quarterly goal, and in order to get to my annual goal. And if you have that level of planning, you'll see that your action steps are going to drive momentum and you're really going to start to fly. And that, that, that's an important part. Your planning is critical uh, from the finance, the, the finance perspective. And then the other side is, is, is your tax planning. You know, how are you, how, how are you going to allocate funds as you approach the end of the year in order to grow your business into your next fiscal year and save some money on taxes at the end? And there's a lot of great strategies out there to do that. I would definitely, I mean, I'm, the, I, uh, I'm not an accountant, although I play one on TV. Uh, you, you, uh, you, you really having a good accounting strategy, equipment purchases, uh, there's a lot of little strategies too. Like a lot of people don't realize is you could actually, you know, buy equipment on your credit card this year, pay the bill next year. And, and, and you're getting, that's almost free money for this year. Okay. So, uh, applying different tax strategies is important and make sure you have a good accountant that understands that. If you do those two things, if you really have a, a plan, a revenue plan in place, a profit plan in place, and a uh, and a good tax strategy, you'll always be in good shape going from year to year. Yes, and I love talking about this with you because uh, working with so many small businesses, and specifically in the home inspector or the home services industry, yep. you work with pressure washers and, and home inspectors, and and you get this top down perspective where you're able to see so many of them and how they operate their business, and, and you talk with them intimately about their business, right? So you have this fantastic perspective on what people are doing financially or, or growth-wise in their business. And can you tell us a little bit about what's working and what's not working? What are you seeing in the home services space? Well, you know, in the home, the home services space got a real boost with the pandemic because, uh, you know, people couldn't uh, travel. They were they decided to kind of turn inward and work on their own homes. You know, the whole state staycation type of thing. So people were putting in swimming pools. They were they were really working on landscaping and making their house kind of like their little palace. So uh, a lot of opportunity took place in, in the construction industry. Um, a lot of a lot of movement took place around the country where people were, you know, dipping out of the cities and, and, and trying to go into local communities, uh, especially on the shore or up in the mountains. So the home inspection service, you know, uh, kind of blew up in those two years because people were moving, you know. Um, and as people were moving, you know, uh, it affects other industries like like power washing, where, where people are cleaning up their homes and making sure uh, it's creating a nice environment, both for a sale or just to kind of hang out in. So uh, the market had done the market had done exceptionally well uh, in this field. I mean, I can tell you personally, just trying to get a contract to do any work around the house was like one of the hardest things you ever had to do. And you were out you were out three, four, five months, six months trying to get it, and the the uh, what they were charging was insane. So we, we had a we have a we had that period of of, of really ex explosive growth. Um, it allowed people like the Cat Lemoines and Greenworks and and those type of people to really focus on scaling um, their business. And one of the tools that I really thought was a good tool, uh, which we're using now. Um, was uh, taking a lot of the administrative costs away and utilizing virtual assistants. We did that through a company called Rocket Station. 
Uh, there's several out there that are that operate out of, out of the Philippines. This isn't like the old type of virtual assistant uh, where you know they just grabbed a couple of people, put them in a room, and they did work for you. Um, these are these are really high end businesses that do a lot of development work with their employees. Uh, they they monitor them and manage them every day. Um, and I can tell you from our VAs, we the, the, you know uh, especially you know we have a, a VA called you know her name is Mariana Mello. She goes by Mello, um, who is an absolutely fantastic top 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 end employee um, who has become mission critical to everything that we're doing here uh, in the parapayments home services side. Um, but it allows you to dramatically reduce costs and overhead and employment, especially in the operational part or uh, or even services part of your businesses. So um, that's something that, that you can look into. And, and most of the bigger companies that I'm seeing a lot of growth then are utilizing those services. It's keeping employment costs down. Um, the employees are, are exceptionally professional. Um, these are big-time jobs in the Philippines, so people want to hold on to them. So their, their work ethic is, is, is solid, um, and they're always looking to kind of get to the next level with your business. So VAs were huge. Um, I, th- I think it's a, a great resource for operations as well as, uh, you know, for us, tech support, uh, those type of things. Um, is a way to kind of uh, re- retool and allocate funds to different areas because you're 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 spending them appropriately on employment. So I think that's a, that was a big one. Absolutely. And one more thing I want to talk about because I know you have some expertise in this. Um, you have a background in sales, Dave, and a lot of these companies are are getting leads through digital marketing mm-hmm. efforts and digital marketing campaigns. And it seems like the most success people are having in the home service industry, specifically in pressure washing, and the people I talk to are people who set up um, like these, these these funnels that they put their pipeline through. Yep. So could you tell us what a funnel is and how a pressure washer could institute and leverage a funnel, a sales funnel? Yeah, I mean, funnels are, uh, it's a little complex to get started. Uh, but uh, once you get them going, they could be they could produce a lot of uh, uh, of good income for you. And it, it, it's really different types of campaigns that drive people into your CRM software um, that allows for a lot of automation. So that you know, one of the big one of the big problems, especially when you're small, is getting back to leads quickly. And the rule of thumb is if you could get if you could get back in contact with a lead within five and a half minutes, and it, it increases your chances of uh, closing that sale by eighty percent. So, um, but what happens if you're, you're a power washer and you're out on site, you're power washing a house and you may not get back to that person for four or five hours. Well, the internet makes life very difficult for us because if you don't get an answer, you call the phone, you get a message, you just go to the next one and the next one Mm -hmm. and the next one. And you're losing a lot of opportunity there. Um, the other side of that too is, 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 in many cases, you're not going to get a sale on the first contact. It's going to be the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth contact. And the truth of the matter is, is people usually give up after three. Well, here, here's the interesting part about that. 80% of sales are made after the fifth contact. So you're leaving a lot of money on the table by giving up after a, a couple of phone calls. So what the sales funnel does is, is it'll create steps that the person will go through where they'll get an email, they'll get a text message, then you jump in with the phone call, then they get another text message, and then they get another email. And for the person that's not the immediate buyer, they're in a nurturing campaign that will keep them connected to you. So when they finally decide, you know what, I am going to do it. And, you know, Jason, uh, God, that guy's reached out to me like seven times. I'm definitely going to give him a call back. Because part, part of the funnel process is, is, is to keep – you know, your company front of mind with every possible lead you can get. So, and there's resources you could use to start filling that funnel. So, you know, you could use, uh, you could use different resources in order to gather those leads for you and enter them into your CRM to start them into that process. 
if you ever want to know more in, in more detail about it, feel free to give me a call and I'll, I'll be happy to kind of talk to you about it. Um, but once that process starts, you're not losing track of that customer anymore. And that customer stays with you all the way through. And that is going to, you know, you, when you get to that fifth and sixth and seventh and eighth point of contact and you get into that area where 80% of the sales are made, you're going to start generating a lot more revenue. And, and, and sales funnels are like, you know, u- utilizing things like pipe drive and go high level and sale, uh, Salesforce, and they all have good funnel systems that will work for your business. Absolutely. And I just want to say, Dave is not kidding. If you have any questions about this stuff, if you need help growing your business, reach out to Dave. You can reach him at d.ialva at parapayments.com. That's D.I.A.V.A. So thank you for that, Dave. Take him up on that. Um, Dave is not kidding. As you can tell with this podcast where he offers all the information, where he gives you your money back that you're paying to payment processors. Uh, Dave's serious, so go contact him. And I just want to say, you know, this has been some great information today, and, and we really appreciate it here, and I'm sure the audience appreciates it. But I know you're a big reader, Dave, so I have to know, are there any resources, whether it's books or, or podcasts, that you recommend that um, the audience goes and checks out if they're interested in, in really taking their business to the next level? Yeah, well, there, there's there's one podcast in particular that I think you should watch. It's this one. So this, this one will definitely help you grow. Um, in the right place. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, I, I, I've been reading the, the EOS series of books, which is really about, you know, getting your company set up in a structure um, that will that will allow you to scale at a, a much faster pace. So I definitely recommend the EOS series. Um, I know Jake, you've read some of those. Uh, th- those are those are those are really really solid books. Um, I, that's where my, my focus has been for a little while. I'm on my like fourth book, Rocket Fuel. I'm I'm reading that right now, um, which talks about where what is your place and and what is your structure within your business. And uh, and and Jake brings up a good point. I mean, read a book. Um, it, it is, it is an important part of your process because the more you educate yourself, uh, on, on business concepts, uh, the, the, uh, the faster you're, you're, you're going to grow your business. It's important. We can't stop educating ourselves. You, I mean, they always say grow or die. Grow starts with education. Um, the yeah. more you educate yourself, the faster you're going to grow and then you don't have to worry about dying. Yeah. But the EOS and... series of books are fantastic. I'm, 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 I'm sold on those. Yeah. And as, as we say on this podcast all the time, um, you know, wisdom is knowing what you don't know and you don't know what you don't know until you go and pick up these resources and, and check it out and see, um, you know, how you can tweak your business to optimize these different aspects of it and really make, um, all these different efforts you're, you're going through, make them more efficient, oh, huge. right? That's huge. I mean, uh, one, one of the guys that's going to be at this event, um, which is, uh, Dirk, which we talked about, um, uh, he runs a company called Bergflow, and uh, he also runs a company called IEB, uh, which is which is part of the the home inspection uh, area. And he's he's actually building some uh, some momentum in this industry uh, with power washing. Um, when you talk about, you kind of triggered this thought when you talked about uh, you don't know what you don't know. And you know, I, I you know, with the help of of the people in this company, it's more them than me. But we built we built a, a fairly good company. Um, in in pretty short order based on our own knowledge and when uh and and what dirk does is 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 dirk gives kind of people the concepts and structure to help build their business at a much faster base gain momentum and scale and i went to that for my first ieb conference not even wanting to go because i was really burnt out on all the conferences i had gone to and in 10 minutes i was just like floored by what he was talking about and i realized right away 
I have a lot of education to go through um, and I have a lot of learning to do. Um, and, and even, you know, not just about business, but about yourself. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that he brought to my attention, you know, brought to everybody's attention uh, was how we build limiting blueprints. And uh, those blueprints uh, of ourselves say we could get this far or this is as far as I can go. This is as big as I, I'm going to be able to get. And it stops us from getting to the next level. And, and understanding that that blueprint is not permanent, we could change that blueprint. Um, really kind of changed my perspective on business in, in literally 10 minutes. So now we're looking to get to the next level. You know, we, we always said, okay, we're going to be this big. Well, why? Well, why do we only need to be this big? Why can't we get to be this big? You know? Um, and, uh, so if you're, if you're heading down to TCAM, don't miss that. Don't miss that, um, that conversation with Dirk because, uh, he, he really is sensational and, and, uh, I think, you know, he's part of that education process for us. We actually work with their organization now to help grow our business. Um, so it's not, it, it's just like marketing, right? You got to have a lot of different lines in the water and it's not just the EOS series of books. It's working with Bergflow. It's, it's, it's getting education from as many resources as you can. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, don't miss Dirk if you're down the TCAM. Absolutely. Come to that event, come see us. And if you're looking for a merchant processor that helps you process payments, um, while also being, you know, a, a, a partner at the same time, Pair Payments Home Services is a company that is invested in helping you grow because when you grow, we grow. So we're going to offer you any information, any insights, any aid, any connections, whether it's networking or resources, whatever. Yeah. Pair Payments is a company that offers you um, as much help as, as you can in growing. So uh, Dave, I just, we appreciate um I appreciate all the insight you've given us today. I'm sure the audience does it as well. And I want to thank you for uh, everything you've done for these home service industries by really helping to raise the bar, raise the standard, and give people their profits back from payment processors that, that will sign them up, uh, take the percentage, and, and not help them grow. Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And thank you, Jake, for all the work you've put in to really help uh, all these businesses expand and grow. And, and to the people out there who are listening to this podcast, you know, if you have something to share, if you feel like you've, you've come across something that really triggered some growth in your business and you want to share that with your community, absolutely give Jake a call and jump on this podcast. We'd love to have you. Um, the more insight, the better. And what, one thing we've learned from the communities we've worked in, like with IEB and Bergflow, is, is it is community. Um, if you share the information, if you work together, you will grow faster in numbers than you will as an individual. So don't feel like you have to hide it. Don't feel like you've got the golden ticket. You don't want anyone to know about it. Get it out there and share because when you do, you'll become a mover and shaker in your, your own community. And when you do that, the opportunities that you create for yourself through that sharing are going to help grow your business a lot better. So that's what we want to be. That's what we want you to be is, is let, let's, all, let's all be in this together. Let's all be partners. Let's work together. Let's grow all of our businesses. Absolutely. As they say, rising tide raises all ships. Absolutely. And we want to help you be able to raise the standard in, in your community, in your industry. And so... Um, yeah, come talk to us. See see all, what we're all about. Um, what no fee processing is all about, and just add that rocket fuel to your business. So yes, we will be at TCAM, uh, the free technical event they're hosting in Greensboro, North Carolina, on the twentieth and twenty first of July in twenty twenty two. We will see you there. So again, thank you, Dave. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll have to have you back on. Uh, this has been a fantastic episode, and. Thank you to our audience. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for engaging on social media. And I have to say, 
Uh, if you like the show, please let me know who you want to have on the show. Send me some recommendations of someone that you think would be a great guest on the show to share some information. Um, we love all perspectives. So let me know who you want to hear and what you want to hear. So let me know on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just reach out, let me know, and check out that other podcast that we produce, which is the Inspection Pros Podcast, because while it's on the inspection industry, we have a lot of great information for, for home service professionals. So thank you. Thank you to everyone, and we will see you next week. Thanks for having me, Jake. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and smash that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit the bell so you won't miss our next episode. This episode was produced by Jake Aronson. This has been a Pair Payments production. 